That intro music was pretty awesome, but I think the greatest intro music ever in history for this Palm Sunday tell goes us. something. Wait, what? You want me to? You want, do you want me to sing it or just tell you? You can sing it. The King of Glory comes, the nation rejoices. Open the gates before I lift up your voices. Who is the King? So I did. No one had seen that Stephen Colbert video. That's so funny. In it was like two thousand mid two thousands, and. I pulled it so off funny. as a dance routine, and then it was brilliant. I loved every second That's of it. That's hilarious. Oh, well, hello. Happy uh, happy Palm Sunday. Happy Jesus. Holy is the, week. Yeah, Jesus is our king, and we're about to crucify him. Long live Jesus. Long live Jesus. Crucify him. Crucify it, uh, it turns pretty quickly, it doesn't turns, it? turns. That is the heart of human being. Welcome back uh, to a, another uh, fantabulous award-winning episode of the Pastors of Pain broadcast. Is it a broadcast? It's a Pastor, podcast. A show? Did I just say it's a podcast broadcast? Podcast? podcast broadcast? Radio show? Yeah. Something along those lines. I'm Father Kerry John Wakulich, pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center on the corner of Miller and Knobloch. And I'm here with my amigo, the other priest in Payne County. You know him as Father Brian O'Brien. I know him as Father Brian O'Brien. <laughs> uh, Why don't you tell them what they want, Father, Father Brian O'Brien? People call me Father Brian O'Brien. Um, we're just, we're glad you joined us. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people say that Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. That is one of my favorite songs. And Christmas is great. Let's not let's not downplay Christmas, but let me downplay Christmas. <laughs> uh, it's Holy Week. It's called Holy Week for a reason. Because it is the holiest week of the year. There is so much happening liturgically. Yeah. This week. So, w- this airs Palm Sunday morning uh-huh. tell us tell us what happens so if you show up at a catholic church on palm sunday hyssop branches you're gonna get palm free stuff branches. you're gonna get free palm branches you got Yay. free car- you got free carbon to begin lent with and at the end of lent you're getting We're free palm branches a small sliver of palm yeah that you can wave in the air so like then you just what, don't what do you care. like why you walk so you walk in i mean that would be if you were like going to a catholic church for the first time and you walked in and someone's like here here's here's a plant <laughs> what is this going? I, yeah. I always knew Catholics were weird, but now they're really weird. Well, I, we always do a procession, so we don't hand out palm branches at the door. We make people go in to pray, and they're like, can I have a palm? And you're like, no, you can't have a palm because I haven't blessed them yet. Oh. oh and so yeah. we always start outside in the courtyard, and we begin the Palm Sunday procession outside uh, with the gospel of that day, because you know there's a gospel to begin, mm-hmm. and then- You do pa- the gospel outside? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be legit. I love every second. It's going to be off the chain, as off they say. Off the hitch. Okay, so then, so you come, so the, the the mass starts. I mean, so it's very different than every other Catholic mass. Mass starts with not in the front of the church, as usual. Right. It starts with the proclamation of the gospel. Yeah. And then the procession. Jesus' entry, yeah. into triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Yeah, and the people follow in. It's beautiful. It's a it's a great great moment on Palm Sunday, to see the people coming in. They're praising the Lord. The priest wears white. Yep. You know it's a it's a glorious day in the life of the church. But it, then it all goes down. Yeah. So then we start with his triumphant <laughs> entry, and but then and then at the gospel at the time of the gospel, it's we read the the passion. 
Yeah. We read of Jesus's, um, his trial and his torture and his death. We start off with, he's the son of David. Hosanna to the son of David. Hosanna. We've been waiting for you. Crucify him. Yeah. Crucify him. And also all that happens just at, at Palm Sunday. Yeah. Wow. It's a swing of emotions. All right. So then uh, we, so we enter into Holy Week with Palm Sunday. Um, then we quickly, the next, the next big thing. So there's like the, what we call the Monday of Holy Week mm-hmm. and there's mass that day. Uh, so then at least in the diocese of Tulsa on Tuesday, something very special happens, but it doesn't always have, depending on where you live Yeah. here in the diocese of Tulsa, we do it on Tuesday, but other places do it on Wednesday or Thursday or Monday or, but anyway, and it's called the chrism mass. Yes. The mass of the oils. And the renewal of priestly, priestly promises. You you can't yeah you have to do it before the Easter vigil because you need the oils for the Easter vigil. Right, right. So here in Tulsa, in the diocese of Tulsa in Eastern Oklahoma, we do our Chrism Mass on Tuesday evening uh, at Holy Family Cathedral in Tulsa, downtown Tulsa, Eighth and Boulder, I think it is. Yeah. Um, what what I think a lot of people don't know, a lot of people have never been to a Chrism Mass. I'd never been to a Chrism Mass till I went to seminary. Me too. And I was like, what the heck is this? This is awesome. Why didn't I not go to this more? And they, they were renewing their priestly promises, the priests were, and I like let one slip out of my mouth the first time. That, you know, they You're say- like, I do. I do. I do. Do you promise respect and obedience? I do. Uh, what? <laughs> so the Chrism Mass, uh, multiple things happen. It's a, in, in one sense, a uh, obviously a celebration of the Eucharist, but also a celebration of the priesthood um, in that the priests of the diocese, and there's, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's not, not all of us because some guys are old or- uh, whatever, but it's it's a big yeah. chunk of us. Yeah, I'll bet it's ninety percent yeah. of the priests of Tulsa are together at the cathedral. Uh, we surround our our bishop, uh, the head of our local church, and we renew the promises that we made back when we were ordained. Yeah, and we we promise uh, respect and obedience to our bishop. Uh, we renew our promise to to pray. Every day, with and for the people of God, mm-hmm. uh, we renew our promise of celibacy for the kingdom. What's up? And uh, it's awesome. It's just awesome. So anyway, I think it's—is it at five thirty? Double check this, but I think it's at five thirty on that Tuesday night. Uh, this Tuesday of, I, of Holy Week. I, I heard it was at five forty-five. I think it. I mean, oh, do dude, you're gonna be late. <laughs> no, but then actually, the cool part too, though, is that we, the priests of Tulsa, we. We actually gather kind of that whole day. We do what yeah. like a priest day of prayer. We bring in a speaker. Who's I don't, I don't know who the speaker is. Yeah, I don't looked know. Far ahead. It's always good. Always good. So we bring in a speaker who speaks to us on some spiritual theme, the priesthood, uh, and then we have a Eucharistic holy hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the opportunity for confession. Ooh, I always for guys go. Who, for guys who want to go, I love going. And then we have the chrism mass, and then after the chrism mass, we have um, a dinner where we celebrate. Yeah. The priesthood and our brotherhood as as priests. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. The only weird part, uh, I must say, I don't know how many priests listen to this, but the, the weird part is None. at the end of that dinner, this yeah. happens every year, uh, at the end of that dinner, <laughs> as, guys, as guys are leaving, everyone's like, happy Easter, happy Easter, happy Easter. Like, and I'm like, no, 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 no. No, stop I, it. I thought you were going to say it's something Tuesday, different. It's Tuesday of Holy Week. Stop telling me happy Easter. And then the same thing happens in Advent. It's the first Tuesday of Advent. Christmas is like three weeks away. 
but we're not going to see each other anymore. So guys are like, Merry Christmas. Merry I'm like, nah, stop it. I thought you were going to say something else. Read my mind. What did you think? I, I, don't, was, I have no idea. Go ahead. I have no idea. The one Your thi- mind is blank. The one thing that always happens when an, uh, you know, 100 priests gather together, somebody loses their black coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what you have to do? The way to save your black coat, if you do wear a sport Always coat. Always wear it. Always wear it inside out. Like, put it on the hanger and pull oh. the sleeves out. And so a person walks in and is like, this ain't my coat. Or you just go with polka dots. And so that's the road. I've, I've gone down the, the road. The guys, this is, yeah. In the priest world, uh, there, there are certain guys who, uh, I, I, and this is not me, so I'm able to, you know, make fun of them. Uh, like, I, I have a suit coat. All right, I had two, but one of them got stolen out of the back of my car one time. So now I just have one. <laughs> But I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't like treat it that well. I, it's in my. It's in the back seat of my car. It's hanging over a chair. But there's guys who like. They have like straight up like garment bags, like nice garment bags, and then they also come with really nice hangers, clothes hangers. And I steal theirs. And what happens <laughs> at priest gatherings? So I mean, picture this. Picture like in, in Tulsa at least, and we're a small diocese. You're fifty, sixty priests, and you come. You come back to get like your coat. <laughs> And it's, you just take whatever hanger it's on. So the guys who bring like really nice hangers are always ticked at the end of the night. They're like, who, "Where's my hanger? Who, you know, who took my?" And I'm like, "Oh, here's here's like a cruddy metal one." And they're like, "No, I brought it came from a dry cleaner. I brought a nice hanger." I'm like, "I don't know. I didn't bring a hanger. I just wore it in and threw it over a chair." So anyway, that's the chrism mass. Yeah. Uh, so that's on Tuesday night here in the diocese yeah. of Tulsa. So that Tuesday night, five thirty, I think it is. Yeah. Um, it's right. wonderful, wonderful experience. Bring bring kids, bring families. Wonderful. So then a uh, Wednesday happens, which is uh, uh, the Wednesday of Holy Week. <laughs> nothing, I think that's nothing. Calling. Nothing. Nothing special. The Wednesday. But then we enter into the three holiest days of the year: Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy. and Holy Saturday. Yeah. Into Easter. Um, tell us what happens, Father Carey. What happens on Holy Thursday? The Holy Thursday, the beautiful liturgy of the washing of the feet of the Lord's Supper. Yeah. You're telling me that you're going to wash people's feet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the washing of the feet, the, the, the re-representation of the 12 apostles and Jesus washing their feet, uh, preparing them for heaven. Washing their feet, preparing them for heaven, and to then the, as Jesus says, says, what I have done to you now do for each other. It's a beautiful you liturgy. You know what I have done for you. Did you just make that into music? You call me your teacher and your Lord. No, I love that. This is I've never heard that song. You haven't? No. <sighs> Takes my breath away. Oh, boy. So good. Okay, okay so Holy hey, Thursday. So holy celebration Thursday. of the Eucharist. Yes. Celebration of... Uh, the priesthood, yep. the institution of the priesthood, and, and the Eucharist. And at the end of it, the transfer of the Blessed Sacrament. From, where are we transferring? Well, in, at St. John, we transfer it from the altar to the side altar. But we go on a procession around the block. So we go around. You go around the church? Yeah, we, we go around the block. and then Not just in the church. And then go down the street Who and then come you? back. Well, uh, I, I, am, I am a man. When I'm I cut, I bleed. Well, I'm a mere mortal. Just like you. So we, we do a Eucharistic procession, and then when we come back, they have decorated the St. Joseph altar. The lights are on in that corner, and whammo, we have um, Eucharistic adoration till 1159. Now, what we used to do in Denver, because we lived in the Highlands, we had seven parishes in the Highlands. 
we would do a visit to the different, we'd pick up five parishes Ooh. and we'd take a 20 minute stop at all these different parishes and they would have altars reserved. So Our Lady of Guadalupe, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, um, St. Catherine of Siena, 44th and Federal. Uh, we would, that's the, uh, we, uh, Lady of Mount Carmel, St. Patrick's Convent. There's four. If I can remember. Okay, that's too many, Saint Mar- Saint, too many Denver churches. St. Mary Magdalene, uh, 29th and Sheridan. We would make this loop and visit all these parishes and spend 20 to 30 minutes in prayer there. So to make basically like a holy hour. Could you not spend, Jesus one says, hour. one hour with me. And so this night, spend it with the Lord because he Celebrates so yeah, adoration his pa- until midnight. Yeah, he begins liturgy of the Passover. And the Passover doesn't end. You remember, there's four parts to the Passover. Tell me. There are the, the cups of wine and the psalms that are sung at the Passover. And what's really awesome is that he finishes what? He doesn't finish, he doesn't do the fourth cup at the Passover. And so the psalm and the cup are at the cross. So the liturgy of Thursday of the Passover of the Lord Jesus Christ does not end till he sings the psalm and drinks the wine on the cross. Boom, Passover is complete, and here is the lamb. Okay, maybe I jumped a little far. No, that's good. Check out uh, Scott Hahn on the fourth, fourth cup. cup. Yeah. On the fourth cup. Yeah, it's really There's it's an awesome, uh, we've mentioned this before, but there's also a wonderful book by a guy named uh, Brant Petrie, P-I-T-R-E. Oh, yes. And it's called The Jewish Roots of the Eucharist. Uh-huh. Wow. That'll that'll open up that'll open up the senses. And then he just wrote another book called The Jewish Roots of Mary, which I have not read yet, but I really want to. Yeah. So Holy Thursday is this beautiful uh, liturgy of being with the Lord Jesus, being with the 12 apostles, being in that room prepared and celebrating the Passover, the the exodus, because this is what the Passover is. It is the flight from Egypt. It is, where are we? We're in Egypt, and we're going on this exodus. And the Lord is taking him, taking us with him. Freedom from sin, freedom from death. Love it. And no longer, I lo- it's one of the early church fathers. I thought he was, I think it's Maximus the Confessor, but I've never been able to find it. And, and it's, I, he says like, as once the lamb at the Passover was painted on the doorposts of the house to keep um, the angel of death from destroying the children of Israel, so today the blood of the new lamb is painted on the doorposts of the lips of the house of the children of God to protect them from death. So Holy That's Thursday, going on right there. Holy Thursday is not just like, well, there it is. And the first time I think I ever went, I I, I assume my parents took me at some point in time, but it was not until like I, I lived I lived out on my own. I lived out on my own. I think that, it's hard for it's hard on families because it's a, it's like seven o'clock at night. Yeah, ours is five fifteen. What time is yours? Uh, seven o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, mine's at five fifteen. So we tried to do them like right after school ends, so students can come over and then go and get well, their stuff. Di- well, just, you're just different. Uh, we are. We are different. Okay, so what's after Holy Thursday? So then, so yeah, so Holy Thursday, um, there's adoration of the Blessed Sacrament after uh, Mass until midnight at yep. both, both places, both churches here in Stillwater. So then on Good Friday, um, it, 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 it ramps up. Uh, we're doing uh, Stations of the Cross 
at two o'clock. Yeah. And then the uh, celebration of the Lord's Passion at seven p.m. Celebrate of the Lord's Passion at seven. A uh, Good Friday. It's a Good Friday service. What's very interesting, though, what a lot of people do not know, is that on Good Friday, we do not celebrate Mass. Yeah. That's right. There's no- it's the only day of the year where we do not celebrate Mass. Now, you will, you will receive, you can receive the Eucharist. But what we do in churches all over the world is we, you consecrate enough hosts uh, on Thursday so that you can um, distribute on Good Friday. But the Mass is not celebrated. Why? Because Jesus is dead. Mm. And the sacraments are, the, are, are, are encounters. Every sacrament is an encounter with the risen Lord. Right. And so oh. we don't celebrate the mass. I have a good I actually have a good priest friend. I won't name him cuz see this theologically, I don't know, I don't really I haven't read up on this. But he he like he's he doesn't want he doesn't even want it. He doesn't even hear confessions on Good Friday or Holy Saturday. Because in his mind, you wouldn't Christ is dead. The sacraments should not be offered. And we don't. I mean, you wouldn't we don't do weddings. Right. Weddings are not allowed. On yeah. Good Friday or Holy Saturday. Um, funerals. We don't do funerals on those days. Um, now, I hear do I do hear confessions, and I think you do too. Yeah, Thursday night I'm going to hear confessions um, right up till the end of adoration. But it. Uh, but anyway, so Christ is, is dead. I mean, so Good Friday is, um, and we call it, interestingly, we call it good. Good, yeah. good Friday. Oh, happy even though, fault. Even though God dies. Oh, happy fault, oh, necessary sin of Adam. Yeah, no, because no Good Friday, no Easter Sunday. But we're not there yet. We're okay. not there yet. Oh, okay. sorry. So we've had Holy Thursday. We've had now Good Friday. Um, actually, one more thing on Good Friday. We do, on Good Friday, we do the veneration of the cross. Yeah. Where people come forward um, and actually kiss the cross. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, weirds some people out a little bit because, like, what? why would you... You're you're like kissing a sign of reverence to an instrument of torture and death. Like, yes, yeah, hundred percent, yes. yes, because without the cross, we don't have the resurrection, no salvation. Yep, his death. It's not just all about the resurrection. It's his his death that brought about our salvation. So that happens on Good Friday. So then on Saturday, Saturday is kind of quiet. Why? Because Jesus is in the tomb. He's Uh in the tomb. But then... Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. What? what? Tell me. Tell me. What do you... Okay. Most people don't know what to do with Holy Saturday. What are some recommendations to do with Holy Saturday? Mm. Because they think, Holy Saturday. Well, I got to go get... I got to mow my lawn. I have to go get some eggs for the Easter bunny. Oh, okay. By the way, bunnies don't poop eggs. I just want to clear that up. And it and kind of infuriates me as an Eastern Catholic that in the Western world, in America, we have this like, the chutzpahs to just like, well, do what? To like paint eggs and then hide them as if some Easter bunny brought them. No, remember the story of Mary Magdalene. And... If you don't know the story of Mary Magdalene and the Easter egg, then you should go do some reading about it. 
And it is this beautiful story about the resurrection. So, before you start jumping on burying Easter eggs or hiding Easter eggs, give a little education to your kids. Because most adults don't know the story of the Easter egg. So, Mary Magdalene, comma, Easter egg, comma, I don't know why you put commas in there if you're going to hit Google search. And do it. Find out. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan has a line where he says, uh, Easter, the day... Jesus rose from the dead. What should we do? How about eggs? <laughs> well, what does that have to do with Jesus? All right, we'll hide them. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't follow your logic. Don't worry. There's a bunny. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Welcome to America. We we turn everything into an economic machine. So look up Mary Magdalene. Okay, Saturday. So yeah, what should people do so on Saturday? We have Tenenbrae on Saturday morning where we sing the Psalms of Lamentation. What time is that going down? Uh, that is at, I think it's at 5.15 In the morning? Yeah, a.m. And we have about 50 students that show up. We started doing it to you uh, a couple years ago. But where we got it from, we started doing it in the seminary, Tenenbrae. Um, and then the Benedictine monks would do it. So it's this night vigil, uh, well, this early vigil for, uh, for, whole, for the Triduum. But this is the reading from Holy Saturday. And the title of the reading is by an anonymous writer of the second century. Tell me. The Lord's descent into hell. So it says, okay, listen to this perspective. What is happening today? Today there is a great silence over the earth. Mm. A great silence and stillness. A great silence because the king sleeps. I love this line. The earth was in terror was still because God slept in the flesh and raised up those who were sleeping from the ages. God has died in the flesh and the underworld has trembled. Truly, he goes to seek out our first parents like a lost sheep. He wishes to visit those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. He goes to free the prisoner Adam and his fellow prisoner Eve from their pains, he who is God and Adam's son. Mm. And so the whole story is like, Jesus, what is he doing? He ain't just laying there in the grave with like, you know, like, I don't know, like playing Pokemon Go. He ain't laying there in the grave playing play Fortnite. He's like, oh, I gotta they be here a Fortnite. He's play, playing Fortnite. He's not just laying there just hanging out. He's going down into Sheol. Well, we say, yeah, in the Apostles' Creed, we say he descended into hell. Yeah, and that's a whole nother, we could talk about that in a catechism talk sometime. I did a 10-page paper on that line. Did you really? That was intense. It is intense. We could do a whole show on that. Yeah, so w- Jesus goes down, and what is he doing? He's freeing them. He's opening the kingdom of God for them. He's opening heaven for them. For believers. Uh-huh. And so uh, maybe something like that, a second century homily, um, it's from the Office of Readings of the Priestly Office, but you can find it online yep. for Holy Saturday. So Holy Saturday is a great opportunity to like to go do some like resting, to think upon these things, to work in the Contemplate garden. Contemplate your own death. Yeah. Remember that you ain't getting out of this world alive. Huh. It's even a good time to take a nap, too. I'd get a nap in. I'm probably going to get a nap in. I'd get three probably hear some confessions and then get a nap in. Okay, so what what else are some people could do on Holy? Well, Saturday? yeah, I mean, so it, I mean, it's meant to be a, a, a day. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a it's an unusual day. There's no mass. 
Yeah. That morning, there's no mass. I mean, during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in fact, the, the the evening mass, the the Easter vigil, um, cannot start until sundown. Right. So we always get we get this great. I love that email that we get every year. We get an email from the bishop's office, which tells us, like, what is the earliest possible time you can start your Easter vigil. And this year it's eight thirty. Eight thirty. What time is yours? Uh, we start at nine. Okay, good. We're starting at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot start until sundown. The sun goes down, and then Christ rises from the dead. Okay. The most important, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it with confidence. Please. The most important historical event ever. Change the world. The resurrection the history of Christ of the world. from the dead. And so we move into the Easter Vigil. This is another thing that I don't, I don't really remember. And again, my parents are, you know, I'm not blaming my parents. They've got five little kids, and it's not ideal to take five small children to a Mass at 830 at night. That's not as inter- entertaining as Disney World. Definitely not. <laughs> um, and so the Easter Vigil begins, and what I love is it, it begins in darkness. The church is dark. If you've never been, please, seriously, please go. Please go, wherever you are. If you're in Stillwater, come to us. And it begins in darkness. And then by the one single light, the light of the the Easter candle, the Paschal candle, also known as that really big candle. (laughs) uh, From that light, which is lit from the Easter fire... Which is one of the cool things about the Easter Vigil is, is as a priest, we get to I get to bless a fire. You never get to bless fire. You think a fire is like destructive. You know, it's not something you bless. But we bless the Easter fire. The Easter candle is lit, and then from the Easter candle comes all uh, all of the other candles in the church are then lit. And what happens is over a very short period of time, the church goes from being dark to being very well lit because of the of the candles my favorite part about easter sunday morning cleaning up wax on pews Mm. oh last year was a total mess (laughs) at saint francis xavier so i always make notes afterwards we used you know first year first year in the new church total rookies we the candles we used were so bad there was wax everywhere really so we got we got a lot better what did you upgrade for? We got the uh, the really nice kind of plastic cups yeah. that like go around the candles. S- oh, yeah. Smart move. So I'm sure there'll be some wax because there'll be some joker who's like, well, I'm going to put that. You know. We just use red solo cups I find in the <laughs> find, in, find in the dumpster. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to use that for the Holy Liturgy. Okay, just, just kidding. I don't use red solo cups. Uh, they are the cheapest in, <laughs> in a college town. Definitely are. <laughs> So there's the Easter Vigil, which then also has uh, – it's a long Mass, so so buckle up. How many readings are you doing? Uh, we're doing six. Whoa. Seven? seven. You're doing three of the Old Testament because there's how many readings possible? I think – I don't know. Nine? Twelve? Twelve? Nine? No, there's not twelve. Nine? I think there's uh, there's the New Testament reading, the Gospel, and s- five or six from the Old Testament. Huh. Oh, I didn't say on Good Friday we're singing, we're singing uh, the gospel, we're chanting it. Are you really the choir, and me? Oh, so I'm practicing. It's really hard. I'm really nervous. So, 
Anyway, the Easter Vigil, you, so the, lots of readings. It kind of walks through the history of salvation. Yeah, with the exalted. And then the Mass, beginning. and then the Mass is celebrated. But they're also, also the awesome thing about the Easter Vigil is um, people become Catholic. Yeah. So people who are not baptized are baptized. People who have already been baptized in another Christian tradition are uh, confirmed yeah. and receive First Holy Communion. It's awesome. It's a beautiful it's liturgy. So it is awesome, awesome, so awesome. I, I better start planning this thing. I know. I'm kind of nervous, actually, now that we're talking about it. And we always throw a big party afterwards. I'm thinking, like, are we, is that ready? Do we have the candles? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway. We always throw a big party. I'm making notes over you here. You need to throw a big party afterwards. We used to brew our own Don't beer. Don't tell me how to run my parish. I Well, someone needs to. Oh. oh shots Church fired. slam. Pastor slam. Yeah. But then, and then Easter Sunday morning. For us, we have mass regular times, 8.30 a.m., 11.15 a.m., 1 p.m., and Espanol. Do you, really? you have a Sunday morning mass? Yeah, 10 a.m. 10 a.m., okay. Yeah, good. and then the other one's at, uh, well, 9 o'clock, 8.45. Maybe and I'll then make... we begin, ta-da, the season of Easter. But it's... we won't talk about that because we're not there yet. Still well, Lent. We're not even. Still Lent. Still yeah. Lent, people. I got to get through the Holy Week first, dude. We can do it. Okay. It's going to be awesome. But anyway, go. Go to all these things. Go to them. Yes. You will not regret it. I highly encourage you. We highly encourage you. We demand it. Demand. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks for so much for listening. As always, we're the Pastors of Pain. Always a joy. Uh, tune in on uh, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Pete 94.3. And have a, a great Lent and a great Holy Week. Pray for us. Pray for all your priests. God bless you.